the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. Happy Friday to you and yours. And this, of course, is the Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And it's cut down day. At least we're nearing it with the NFL and a colossal name is no longer employed by his present or now former franchise in the Washington football team, and that is a future Hall of Famer, Adrian Peterson. And boy, did we have a tide shift. An offensive rookie of the year odds, according to DraftKings Sportsbook, in light of that maneuver, now Antonio Gibson, kind of an enigmatic guy, a player that only had 71 touches at the University of Memphis uh, over his stand there like a couple of seasons uh, though we did force uh, 33 missed tackles in spectacular fashion, the guy is dynamite with the ball in his hands. Lundy, he goes from 150 to 1 at the beginning of the summer to win Offensive Rookie of the Year, and now he is 14 to 1. According to DraftKings Sportsbook, Joe Burrow is the favorite at plus 250, CEH at plus 300, Jonathan Taylor plus 900, Tua at plus 1,000, then it's Gibson at plus 1,400. All I have to say is, wow. That's a pretty impressive move on his part. But here's what I'm going to say. You and I have talked about this before. Washington might, uh, I mean, other than the Jacksonville exodus, Washington is going to be challenging to have the worst record in the entire league by the time we're done with the season. And that has me concerned about anybody that's a running back being that offensive rookie of the year because it may get into the second half and he may not get any touches because they're down by 21. Oh, yeah, but he can catch the ball. He's a scoring duelist. He's a multidimensional asset. And, you know, to cue another Gibson, Debbie Gibson from the 1980s, only in my dreams. I got Antonio Gibson everywhere on my fantasy roster. So this is a wonderful move, and I'm all in. I don't care if it's 14 to 1. I wish I would have locked it in at 150 to 1. I actually got it at 75 to 1. So I'm in between, but I am pulling for the member of the Washington football team to get it done. And Rod Rivera has thrown out Christian McCaffrey comps. Just saying, just throwing that out in regards to Mr. Gibson. So we'll Slow see down, Riverboats. Slow yeah. down. Only in my dreams. I'm telling you. Gotta you got to stop doing that. Oh, Debbie Gibson. Uh, I had a poster on my wall back in the day. Anyway, if you want to wager on Antonio Gibson to win Offensive Rookie of the Year or any of the other Week 1 NFL action or NBA, MLB, NHL, UFC, golf, they got it all at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. And to celebrate the return of football, DraftKings is giving all users a no-brainer to start the season. Listen up. Because you don't want to miss this offer. Have you ever heard of a football team losing by 100? That's 100 points? Well, for week one, DraftKings is ensuring that even if Kansas City were to lose in historic fashion, you would still cash your bet. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook has moved the spread to Kansas City plus 101 points for all users. So even if KC loses by a hundo, you still win big with DK Sportsbook. And that's a no-brainer. On top of that amazing offer, DraftKings is giving away up to $100 million in prizes to all users who enter their free football survivor pool. All I got to do is sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook, enter their survivor pool, and you'll instantly get a share of up to $100 million in giveaways. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sports app now. Use that promo code FTN to take advantage of this no-brainer offer. That's promo code FTN to get in on all of the action for a limited time 
uh, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania residents only. Bonus comprise of first deposit bonus and a first bet match. Each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25x playthrough restrictions. Apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. With that, let's get to Friday's Fade 5. Number 5. All right, let's go ahead and start with a Week 1 NFL line and is on opening night and we're, we're going to rehash this obviously next week but i i see value here and that is uh sports betting 101 is locking it in early lundy and i love kansas city you know you're gonna have the pop the circumstance you're gonna have a few fans in the stands uh you know you're gonna have banners raised and all that jazz because they're the reigning super bowl champs and kansas city is laying nine and a half in the opener Against the Houston Texans uh, with a hefty 54.5 total, Kansas City at minus 110 to cover the spread. And I think they're going to do exactly that. Look, this is the most explosive offense in the NFL that added a shiny new toy in Clyde Edwards-Alaire, who is very slick and slippery during his days as a member of the LSU Tigers. Yeah, he may be splitting some work with Daryl Williams uh, because essentially this is preseason week one for everybody in the NFL, but... Houston's defense is going to be putrid. Yeah, you get J.J. Watt back. Yeah, you have the University of Illinois product and Whitney Merciless who can breed down quarterbacks next. But that secondary, very sketchy. I think Mahomes detonates for like 350 yards, probably four touchdowns in this one. And Casey wins this game going away by double figures. Fade or follow KC minus nine and a half. I'll follow you on this one because I do think it is about trying to grab some value early with that juice sitting at minus 110 before it gets a chance to grow if people follow this. Now, you know, we've been talking about it all week. I'm not a big fan of the over-unders in total for week one because I do think there's going to be some teams shaking off rust. The thing is, that team is not going to be the Chiefs. They don't have any rust to shake off, okay? They're going to be out there wanting to be high-flying and show everybody that they are still the champs and that they are the defending champs and that they're going to remain the champs until somebody knocks them off. So I think this is an opportunity for them to make a splash in week one. Obviously, it is the Thursday night game, so it's going to get everybody's attention. So yes, I easily see Kansas City winning this by double figures. I think this is going to be a rough start to 2020 for Houston. The champs will definitely not be chumps week one. Number four. All right, let's go to Major League Baseball. I hit another total last night with ease uh, with the LA Dodgers and Arizona Diamondbacks. I believe that's now four or five or five of my last six. Let's keep running hot. And I like the over in the Phillies and New York Mets contest. Nine and a half at a minus 114 juice. Look at the pitching matchup. It's Jake Arrieta, who I used to love as a member of the Chicago Cubs, his bulging biceps and wonderfully quaffed beard, uh, but no longer the same pitcher, really uh, an empty vessel of what he once was. This season so far with Philadelphia, 26.1 innings pitch, a 6.49 ERA, struggle with his command, 3.42 walks per nine, 1.37 home runs per nine. A guy that's been a bearer of bad luck with a 342 bad bib, but you look at the other pitcher he's going up against, Rick Porcello. He stinks equally. Porcello, a punk on the mound, 33 innings pitched, six flat ERA. He's got a 389 bad bib, also a guy who should see an ERA dip at some point. But the Philadelphia bullpen, the worst in Major League Baseball, sporting a 6.86 ERA. The Mets better in that category, 4.28 allowed. But both of these offenses rank inside the top four in Major League Baseball in total OPS. 
knowing the struggles of the starters, knowing the struggles of the bullpens, and knowing these bats crack early and often. This has got overwritten all over it indeed. Lundy, fade or follow? I'm going to follow you as well. And so uh, at this point, uh, as we record the podcast, Brad, so is the public, so is the money. Yeah, like everybody's looking at this one, seeing that nine and a half and wanting to grab it. So, folks, if you're listening to the podcast, obviously here early on on a Friday, make sure you jump on this early because this could be something that winds up moving by the the time we get to first pitch again take advantage of the early opportunity anytime brad has to use the word struggles that many times describing <laughs> two teams in a baseball game you know that means we're going to see some run totals so grab it before that line has a chance to move over over and over again number three all right let's go to the monkey knife fight prop of the day presented by monkeyknifefight.com the fastest growing daily fantasy sports site in the known universe why well there's no sharks in the water and it's really simple to play you go against the house you're not going against people that are running scripts and stacking lineups Uh, all you got to do is pick more or less or you track fantasy points uh, and we're going to reveal one of those fantasy points offerings right now all you got to do is this when you go to monkeyknifefight.com if you want to get in on the action use that promo code f-t-n again promo code f-t-n and as a new user you sign up you get a free five dollar game on the house. Again, use that promo code FTN at monkeyknifefight.com. And here is the line. Bam Adebayo, one of my favorite players uh, in the NBA presently. Of course, he plays for the Miami Heat. Of course, they're going up against Giannis and the Bucks, who are down 2-0 right now in that series. Really in a must-win scenario. But I think Wham and Bam is going to do exactly that. 40.5 fantasy points is the line, and I am taking the... Over the Bucks have coughed up at 1.088 points per possession over their last three games. Uncharacteristic for them. Miami has been very stingy, even stingier than Milwaukee during that stretch, surrendering 1.034 points per possession. Uh, really, outside of Giannis and Brooke Lopez, the Bucks don't have a whole lot of interior depth. And Adebayo, who's more or less a point center, has really gotten the job done in terms of achieving the over with his proposed 40.5 points line. He's gone over four times in his last six. And in those four overs, he did it in spectacular fashion. 47 fantasy points, 45.7, 51.8, 47.4. I think the trend continues. Fade or follow over 40.5 fantasy points for Bam. At a bio. Well, first of all, every time you say it, I picture Emerald Lagasse. Um, <laughs> let's. Uh, I'm actually going to fade you on this one. I think he's going to come really damn close, Brad, but I don't think he's actually going to get to that 41 mark. The real question is, are we going to see the kind of line in the box score that we saw out of game one, or are we going to see game two? And I, I'm a little concerned we may see a little bit more out of game two from Bam um, than what we saw in game one. Obviously, the Bucks, uh, if you'll pardon the pun, the Bucks are against the wall, okay? They have <laughs> got to figure out Uh, how to answer this Miami team. You and I said it right before the series even started that we thought that this was a series that not only could Miami cover when we kept taking Miami with the points, but that they might win outright. Well, they did. And now Milwaukee is sitting in a really bad position uh, being down 0-2. And I think they're going to come out fighting. I think they know they need to slow Bam down, try to keep him off the boards. He had, I think, 17 rebounds was the number in game one. So they have got to find a way to box out, keep him off the boards. And if they do, I think they can keep that fan point total down I think he's going to have a good one I think he's going to be in the upper 30s I just don't think he can hit 41 so I'm going to fade you yeah if you want to add a little betting spice to your entree just include some 
Bam! Number two. All right, let's go to the NBA, and let's talk about the game one matchup between the Houston Rockets and L.A. Lakers. And I'm going with the public here. Uh, 63% of the public spread tickets currently on the Lakers, and that's where my money is stacking at minus 6.5 for the minus 110 juice. Look, the Lakers stiffened defensively in its dismissal of Portland from the bubble, allowing 1.068 points per possession in their last three contests. They must extend and improve along the arc. They allowed 41.1 percent from downtown in that Blazers series but Harden Green and Tucker yeah they jack threes but they've been really inconsistent here Lundy over the last several games in fact over the last three they've lacked firepower as a group 1.015 points per possession scored refreshed and rested Houston meanwhile coming off that game seven uh, I think the Lakers have an enormous advantage so uh, I know you're focused on the puck and some of the uh, Game 7 action there. But I think Game 1 in this one, the Lakers win it going away, I think by 10 or more, fade or follow. Oh, Brad, I got to tell you, all the butterflies are going. We've got three Stanley Cup Game 7s in the next 28 hours. Um, I mean, that, that's insane, the way that these uh, series are lining up. And, of course, Philadelphia forcing a Game 7 yesterday. I'm going to follow you, though, on this one because I think we saw in the opening game for the Nuggets and the Clippers exactly what that advantage was when you've had some rest and the Lakers have had it. And I agree with you very much when we talk about Houston outside the arc. Um, they have got to find some consistency. It has not been there because they can try to take advantage of the Lakers if they can make it from outside. They can force L.A. to make some changes defensively. But right now, it's just not a threat. And so until they start splashing them, uh, the Lakers are going to be able to lock down defensively. And I think that's going to cause a problem for Houston, especially in this game one. So I I like the Lakers, and I'm willing to give up the six and a half to do it. Yeah, AD is going to go absolutely berserk. Bank on it. Number one. All right, let's wrap things up with an NFL future here, and one that's absurd to me because it's such a tremendous value. Kenny Galladay, 1,050.5 yards at DraftKings Sportsbook, and I'm hammering the over at minus 110. He did this with ease last season. 65 catches, 1,190 yards at 11 touchdowns. And half of the year he had Jeff Driscoll and David. Wow. Remember because Matthew Stafford was sidelined with a bad back. Galladay's got Stafford back. This offense is going to unleash early and often down the field. He was one of the pace setters in total air yards, one of the pace setters, and averaged at the target last season, netting 18.3 yards per catch. And he had a wide receiver 71. Again, wide receiver 71 ranking and catchable target percentage. With the accuracy of Stafford and knowing the aggressiveness of this Lions offense, Galladay! Oh, I just butchered that Madonna classic. Celebrate! I did it again. But that's what you're going to do if you take the over here, Lundy. Are you with me? Fade or follow over 1,050.5 yards for Kenny G. It is an 80s Friday with you. That's <laughs> it what it is. is. Uh, look, I'm I'm easily on the over here. There's a couple of guys as I've gone through fantasy drafts. I've actually got three fantasy drafts coming up this weekend. Um, there's a couple of guys that I've been keeping an eye on, and they are both uh, there in the silver and the blue. I've been looking at Kenny Galladay when I've been able to get him at value. Sometimes he's sneaking past some people, and I've been making sure that I've got Matt Stafford hiding as one of my quarterbacks because obviously last year he was on a phenomenal pace up until that back caused him issues. I think he's going to be in a better position. I think they will 
will fire the ball downfield, as you just said, early and often. And I think Kenny, Kenny Galladay is going to wind up being the guy that benefits from that. So those are a couple of lines that I think you can keep an eye on. And so to me, 1,050, that feels way too low for what he can accomplish with a healthy Matt Stafford. And I know health is always a big deal. Those of you listening, well, what if he gets hurt? Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> what if I get hurt? What if Brad gets hurt? What yeah. if you get hurt? Come on. This is just the way that uh, life goes. But yes, this is an easy over for me. I think he's up above 1,100, 1,150 with ease. Uh, to be honest, I've been dealing with a sprained cerebral cortex my entire life. So there Well, you and go. apparently some strained vocal cords. Oh, God, yes. Uh, I think uh, the tequila has not uh, done its magical workings in trying to repair that. It's actually been a detriment. So, on that note, I'm going to go sip on some uh, honey tea and try to get my high-pitched falsetto back. And that is a wrap on today's Fade the Noise podcast. Please follow us on Twitter, at Noisy Huevos. Follow Lundy, at Nate Lundy. Drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly? And check out FTNFantasy.com, FTNDaily.com, and FTNBets.com for all of your sports betting and fantasy sports content needs. And use that promo code EVANS to now get 10% off your subscription today. Until next week. Football's on the docket. As always, fade or follow. That is up to you. Fade the noise.